Tailgater Sports. That's right, you heard the man. It is another episode of Tailgater Sports. No matter why you are here or however you found the podcast, we are just happy to have you along for the ride on the podcast today. So stick around. We're going to talk a little basketball. In the middle of our basketball talk, we're going to talk to you guys about the Men's Tournament Challenge. That's the official name on ESPN. NCAA March Madness is here, guys. We're going to have a bracket group challenge. Come play us. We have something online for you guys to win. There will be information in the NBA talk, basketball talk, about halfway through this today. So stick around. But before we go into that, I say we because there are two other guys on the podcast with me. This guy over here, I'm pointing at him. His name is Randy. Yo, what's up? He's our resident Anaheim Ducks fan. He's uh, a Packers fan. Uh, um, am I missing anything? He's a Sun Devil. He's a Forks Up, Forks up, up Nation. No um, pity for the kitty. Uh, Down with Arizona. That's such an interesting saying. Yeah, no, uh, I'm not a big fan of it. Pity but. for the kitty. Yeah, whenever it's like I'm... Um, uh, <clears throat> The I forgot the name of the the cup they play for, but um, territorial cup. Yeah, ASU Arizona. Yeah. There's billboards all along the drive to Tempe, which is no pity for the kitty. It's so 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 interesting. Such just a white, the, the word kitty is just such a white mom thing that someone <laughs> came up with. And the third guy, he's our resident loser. He's a Falcons fan. He's a Kings fan. He's an Anaheim Angels fan. Um, how you doing, Tyler? He's also in Houston. Me and Randy, we reside in Los Angeles. He's a transplant in Houston. Works on the Sean Salisbury show. How you doing? Uh, I have no cool saying, like no pity for the kitty. We have none of that over here. And uh, yeah, everything over here just absolutely sucks. The sports scene is abysmal, and it seems that the Tyler curse has struck again. So what yeah, is it this time? You guys What's the ta- okay, well, he obviously said that, so we would ask yeah, him. He's, What's the he's Tyler fishing. curse? He's fishing. So, so obviously, uh, the Texans have been an absolute dumpster fire. The Rockets are the second worst team in all of the NBA this year. Uh And now on top of that, spring training just started for the Astros. They actually look like they're a pretty good team. The guy that was supposed to be their ace, his name is Fromber Valdez. This guy didn't say say it was great. This guy (laughs) fractured his finger on a ground ball. And I don't. I didn't see the play. I don't know how how fast the ball was going towards him, but apparently it's bad enough to where this dude is going to miss the entire season oh, because of a fractured Did finger. His finger explode? Well, karma works in mysterious ways. Frombert. It, got, it, it really does, got. man. He got hit because his name's Frombert. First of all, I mean, like I have to well, ask so, you too because because you are an Angels fan, one of the three that exist out there. Um, is it is it yes. weird for you to have to like kind of root for the Astros for work because, or do you not, or do you openly um, just say so, like so I'm that, not an Astros supporter? So that's the thing. Uh, everybody who's the show so far knows that I am not an Astros supporter, and I just talk about them because I have to. It's my job. It's the city I currently live in. They do know that I'm a really big Angels fan, and I've I've warned everybody already. I said, look, when the Angels come to town, like I don't I don't care about the Astros. Like I'm gonna talk you know crap about them like I, I don't care i just don't care also uh kind of tying back to the beginning uh arizona released a shirt for the asu territorial cup and it was uh trump themed which is build a wall and it's around tempe and it says make arizona great again and then asu's response was uh beat the pussy up quoting taiga and uh, uh, okay. it was uh, directed u of a so oh. Classy, classy school rivalries in Arizona. Well, it's the state of Arizona. All while, all while NAU is up north, just cold and hey guys, like is that a moose in the street? Hey guys, yeah, look, you know we, we get snow up here. It does snow in Arizona, but uh, no, it's funny to watch Tyler though just bitch and moan about Houston sports because I mean like we don't get it. We're out of touch because it's in Houston, not in Los Angeles, right? And so sometimes he'll make remarks, and I'm like, I don't really understand what that means or what that's referenced to, but. Okay, I understand your frustration, Tyler. I like the fact that Tyler's not now not only force feeding Houston to everybody. This is you get, this is pretty spot on. You know, let's just bash on Tyler for the first couple minutes. Yeah. But you know, on top of him just force feeding us Houston, it's like all of a sudden you have the vast knowledge where you're yeah. thirteen losses in a row. Houston Rockets blow up the team. What did he said something in particularly insufferable not too long ago? I think it was about Victor Oladipo. And uh, oh, I love the guy. Yeah, love lo- the guy. <laughs> really oh, no, it was the, the John Wall perspiration equals. Oh, uh, that's what yeah. it was. He's oh, out yeah, there sweating. He's sweating. He's sweating so much. He, he has love for the talking. game, man. <laughs> like, yeah, with pres- uh, pers- precipitation or perspiration or equals pre- dedication. Perspiration, I think. Perspiration, yeah. So if uh, you sweat a lot in Tyler's eyes. That means you're a good player. You're, 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 uh, you're a go-getter. You lead oh, the team. Oh, God. 
Basketball guy, man. Basketball well, been, guy. well, you know, to, to share Tyler's stupid feelings towards sports teams, I've been feeling that way rather off, rather lately, too. I mean, the Dodgers are sort of like a lock because it's like, okay, Trevor Bauer pitched a perfect inning with one eye closed versus yeah, the Padres. That's the, such the a weird day. quote, by the way. I mean, totally random. I thought it was him just BSing, but then Dave Roberts talked about it. Yeah. And like Dave Roberts, like, yeah, I noticed. I'm like, wait, he's actually pitching with one eye closed just to like, yeah. Help. So like that that team there doesn't stress me out too much. It's like, okay, when the season starts, it's gonna be fun to watch. But then being like a Bears and the Bears, being a Packers and a Ducks fan, super stressed right now. Number one, Ducks can't win to save their yeah, lives. They're they're bad. You can't tell if they're in rebuild mode or what's going on. And then the Sam Wellies who own the team won't talk to reporters. They seem to be locked on having Murray around, but they're cool about firing coaches. So I don't know what's going on there. And then uh the advi- Sutter who was an advisor for the Ducks, just got hired to be the coach at, uh, what is it, uh, Otto? No, Calgary. Calgary. And I'm like, I don't know I don't know what Calgary's been looking at, but he, had, he wasn't doing a great job advising the Ducks, went on a nine-game losing streak. Then the Packers, long the NFC North champions through and through. Goff's in Detroit, not sweating that too much. Whatever. Detroit's a dumpster fire. He just threw an interception. Yeah, he just threw an interception. He hasn't even started yet. <laughs> uh, Minnesota, as long as uh, Corky Cousins is there, not tripping on that either. What I'm sweating, though, is the talks of Russell Wilson maybe to the Bears. Because then it becomes a little different because he's now given weapons and he's, he's with competent. Chicago. He's competent good with defense. a new, good defense. And so suddenly it goes from, oh, we didn't capitalize as a Packers fan to now, oh, damn Like it. the Bears got into the playoffs. We're a serviceable team for big chunks of the season. Yeah. The little little valley towards the middle. They got figured out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But they started out 5-0, and right? Yeah, well, and then that, they they hit a hit a low point, and then they got better at the end of the season. We throw Russell Wilson in there without Mitchell Trubisky, they'll probably be and like a Trubisky bit of a was running the team fairly well, and all he was doing was like those little flat dinkers, mm-hmm. like five yard, ten yard throws. So now if dink you throw dunk man, dink and dunk. yeah, and if you throw Russell Wilson to the mix now, and they draft properly, which I'm sure with someone like Russell, they're gonna listen to him and be like, oh, yeah. what do you need? Who do you like? Suddenly the NFC North doesn't look that great anymore for me. See, I don't so, know how the I don't know how the Seahawks uh, get rid of him though, because he's not he can't just go sign somewhere. He's not a free agent. They well, gotta trade him. I've been looking and at a lot of the uh, Seahawks just got Matt Stafford in there, so now all of a sudden they're number three in the division, maybe behind the Rams and the 49ers. Right. I mean, I know it's not the Cardinals. JJ Watt. We're gonna get to JJ Watt, the tool bag that he is. Mm. But you know, the Cardinals aren't a bum. They got JJ yeah. Watt now, so it's like all of a sudden in Seattle. I don't think would be as willing to, even if they get a haul, if they get two first-rounders. Oddly enough, the division that used to be the biggest eyesore in the NFL, what, like 10 years ago, is now the most lucrative, crazy place, right? the Wild West, literally the Wild West, because there's yeah. so many crazy things going on right now. And then like the idea of Russell Wilson not being happy in Seattle and just having this displeasure with Carroll and the way the team's being run is just baffling to me. Because I always figured they were always just like a really like well meshed team and everyone just got along with right. everyone. Yeah, there's one of those kind of you just kind of figured. The Seahawks can't hold on to draft picks to save their own ass because they keep trading them out for assets. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like, okay, well, shucks, we have no and the O-line. Saints. The Saints have even been offered, or he said, I think the Saints are on Russell Wilson's list as a possibility to be traded for. I mean, but- if I'm Russell Wilson, I and I'm that confident and I'm that good. I'm like, yo, I'm, I want to be here, I want to be here, I want to be here. And those teams will gladly Raiders, accommodate the you. The Raiders were on his list. What okay, the hell? Here's the thing, though. And I was about to bring up the Raiders, but I was waiting for us to finish this conversation. Now with the NBA season going on, which, by the way, I mean, we're not basketball guys here. I mean, Tyler will claim he's a basketball guy because yeah, yeah. he bitches and complains on Twitter about the Rockets, but he's not a basketball guy. By the way, guy, I by saw... By any means. I'm going to let you stew on something, Tyler. Somebody offered up uh, LeBron should be the next NBA logo. Don't say anything. Just go Don't ahead say anything, think, Tyler. Just, just think about that for a little bit. I'll let you yell about it later. I'm sure he yell about it. LeBron, the next logo. <laughs> Tyler, did you hear that? LeBron as the next LeBron. logo. LeBron, LeFake, I think you, you said LeBron. Can you, can you? Oh no, no, can no! You I heard you got, okay, 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 cool, okay, cool. Make sure you didn't all keel right. over over there in Houston. You're, all right, cool. Set on that one. So we get a healthy check over on Tyler. This apartment by himself. <laughs> okay, so my ongoing thing that kind of irritates me is the fact that every single year, when and I understand why it happens, but when the football season's over, they force feed basketball down our throats. And basketball, at least to me, is the most uninteresting like league especially because of the fact that Blake Griffin which Blake Griffin hasn't dunked the basketball in two years which is a fun crazy fa- stat for me which, I is, saw which that. is a fun stat that I was like why are people throwing this around how do you even know this like how do you not know he maybe he dunked a basketball at his house I don't know but has not dunked a basketball in two years apparently and my buddy who does know basketball is like yo this is all hype this is name value you're only saying this because he, he dunked over Ikea like 10 years ago so don't even trip about that 
But my point is, the everyone's been force, uh, forcing you know NBA stuff down our throats. Meanwhile, there's so many interesting random things going on in the NFL. In particular, coaches saying really weird things no one's picking up on. For instance, you mentioned uh, Wilson and the Raiders. Uh, John Gruden said, I think it was Gruden or my Mayock, who said that they view Carr as their guy. And Carr is as good as anyone in the league and potentially uh, like a top five, top ten talent. And I'm like, is anyone doing a wellness check on Gruden? Like, is Gruden doing hard drugs like cocaine or something in the desert? Because... For some reason, the Raiders have convinced themselves that <laughs> the desert that Carr is their man, like their guy for the job. I don't, I don't understand it. I mean, I'm not a Raiders fan. I'm not going to pretend to be one or understand what the hell they're doing there. But for the most part, the team looks fairly competent and the team looks okay. But I'm not quite sure. I just, I don't understand why they're so in love with with Carr. Especially if you get Russell Wilson, I think you just take that. Even if you, even if he is, you take Russell Wilson over Derek Carr. I'm assuming. Yeah. Nine times out of ten. I mean, like, regardless of whatever team it is, if you're that second-string quarterback who's hoping to make that big jump or get that starting position, and then Russell Wilson comes to town, you're like, well, guess I'm moving. Right, yeah. I mean, think about Jameis. Oh, you mean like if you're Marcus Mariota who's still trying to get a job? Yeah, Marcus Mariota's still trying to get a job after uh, Carr pulled his gooch. Um, uh, (laughs) uh, Jameis Jameis Winston. Dude, do you remember that play where he got hurt? Yeah, extending for the ball. I feel like every season we get at least two Derek Carr at the goal line plays where he's because, fumbling at the goal line extending. Because deep down inside, we always forget that half of these guys are just goofy white dudes who can throw a football far. He looks like a goofy white. And he's, then they, he's and the then pinnacle they, of just a goofy look, these looking goofy, white guy. These goofy goober white guys try to do things they know they can't do, and then something happens. Bro, to them. you're not Patrick Mahomes. You're not you're Russell not. Wilson. You're not, you're not Kyler Murray. And it's always funny, too, because you see these guys who are stiff as boards who try to run. You know who's a perfect example of a guy who's stiff as a board as a quarterback? Um, um, and I'm for Daniel Jones from the Giants. Oh, yeah. That, Josh Allen, though, pretty big athletic white yeah, but, guy. But, yeah, he's like he's, a horse. Yeah, he's he's the unicorn. Absolutely. But Daniel Jones, the guy who had a breakaway touchdown and tripped on his own <laughs> feet. Yeah, shoelaces. Tripped on his own shoelaces. He runs, like, straight up. Like, he's, I don't know, like he's just standing up they tall. They have, like, the Philip Rivers effect. They're just kind of, like statues back there yeah man i i always wonder that too because even with some of these quarterbacks like back in the day my back in the day i mean like uh, 10 years or so they would always play with those land sharks like those big bulky shoes Mm -hmm. like almost like the astroturf uh, football cleats and i'm like yo you got no traction in this when you throw a pick you can't catch up to the guy what are you doing perfect example ben roethlisberger you can't catch anyone yeah you throw a pick that's one Those guy guys, eliminated yeah, from I mean, potentially tackling very, him. There, honestly, there's very few QBs in the league right now that I think would actually try. Ah, eh, maybe actually there's probably a little bit more, but there's very few in the league that would probably try to make that tackle on a pick six going the opposite direction. Baker, Baker Mayfield. Baker would try to hit him. Try. I think he has made a couple tackles. But Baker just seems like the kind of guy who'd be stupid enough to try to level someone. Yeah, and then get, get cracked, get like blindsided by somebody. <laughs> See, Baker Mayfield would do it. Um, I think Russell Wilson would tackle Russell someone. Russell Wilson probably would. Probably would, or if not him, DK Metcalf. Would Kyler catch Murray him. couldn't probably. I don't think he'd be able to. He's a little no. Dude. I, don't, I don't think they'd want him to either, though. Uh, Jameis Winston would probably put his head on the line. Um, honest, you know, maybe I could see uh, Herbie fully loaded going for a tackle. Yeah, foolishly. Jared Goff, no, no way. Matt, he's not going to get there. Matt Stafford, not going to get there. Not going to get there. I could see Jimmy Garoppolo trying and failing. Um, Tyler, I'm missing anyone else. I could maybe see Joe Burrow doing it just because yeah. he has to prove himself. Joe Burrow. Yeah. Uh, that's well, Joe more, Burrow. Joe Burrow is young uh, enough to make these stupid sort of yeah. decisions. It's He's always, like a young buck. It's always those. It's always those guys who like they try it once and then they get decimated and it's never mm-hmm. again. And then like, mainly because you go over the sideline and the coach is like, "Dude, what the hell are you doing?" Like, what was it? Tom Brady when he got rocked by that Bills guy when his helmet went flying oh, off yeah. his head. Mm-hmm. Like after that, Brady was like, "You know what? I'm a cooler and run the ball." What? Take take uh, you know. Get no, back to the sideline, so, lick my wounds, and call it a call it a drive. Sounds like the guy behind me is getting paid millions of dollars to right. do exactly what I just did, but better. All right. Well, I know we poke fun at it a lot, and we say that we regularly say that we're not basketball guys. So let's talk a little basketball real quick. Oh boy. <laughs> Actually, we're, I'm, I'm, when I say talk about basketball, it's more or less let's make fun of basketball because the NBA All Star Game was last night, and that was I turned it on for about a couple minutes, and you know what I you know what I chose to watch over the NBA All Star Game, mm. I, even the dunk contest that sucked, which is usually yeah decent enough to hold me over. 
I watched Ralph Breaks the Internet instead of the NBA All Star game last night. A lot more fun yep. than watching the NBA All Star game. That's a great yep. movie. It was on. Uh, it was on Disney Channel. So I was you... looking through and I, I was like, <laughs> Oh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Do you want to know what I watched instead of the uh, All Star game, which I forgot was even going on until like the very last minute? Yeah. I'm like, this sounds very uninteresting. Uh-huh. And I think it says a lot too when the majority of America would rather watch a documentary interview about the royal family than watch basketball. Right. Basketball, which has been a cornerstone of American sports. For right. nearly what, like a century, like over over a century, they chose the interview with the royal family um, rejects. Which, as an American, we won the Revolutionary War, so we des- we earned the right to not. Right? Why do we care, guys? Not care about what these do we people. care? Like we're not unlike people in England. We're not force fed these freaks because we won the war. That's what you get when you're a winner. You don't have to do yeah, stuff. Guess what? I don't have to listen to you anymore. Ridiculous. But anyways, uh, instead of watching the All Star game, I watched. A FSN, uh, Fox Fox Sports West, Dodgers insider uh, clip of Andre Eth here from like 2004 on oh YouTube, god. and I was like, oh my god, I forgot about these things. You know, do you, I think because the Dodgers now have their own like they're on Time Warner, the Angels still do it when it's like behind the scenes sort of uh, episodes and clips where it's oh, like yeah. they have, following uh, a guy yeah, yeah. around whatever. And I was watching the Andre Ether one. I'm like, oh my god. I forgot about Andre Ethier. Yeah, old man Ethier. Also Sun Devil. Forks up. You know what it is. Oh, look at that. A lot of forks up here today. No, what about you, Tyler? Did you watch any of it? I know you were a Mr. Man, Basketball I ended, now. I ended up just playing. Okay, so this, this is what happened. So I decided I was going to tune in for the beginning. I saw the skills competition. I was like, okay, this is pretty good. I saw the uh, three-point contest, which I will give major props to. That was really good. After that, like it was the actual game had started. And first off, before the game even started, there was a talk, I guess, that was happening between Michael B. Jordan and Vice President Harris about, I don't know what. Oh, that's the right. Game. Yeah. As soon as the second I saw Michael B. Jordan on my screen, I said, nope. And I changed the channel. I automatically threw on my Xbox. I started playing video games. I was keeping track of my phone to see when it was going to be halftime because I knew that's when the dunk contest was going to be on. So I kept track on my phone. I was like, okay, cool. Halftime hits in one minute. Switched it over. Saw the whole dunk contest. That is 20 minutes of my life. I will never get back. That was absolutely wasted away. And as soon as the dunk contest is over, I went back to the video game and then went to bed. Are there? Are it was there, stupid. Are there any all-star games that are actually fun to watch? Um, I think the NHL has figured it out with the three-on-three tournament. They've done. They've gotten better. But uh, like, baseball you, is usually at least competitive. Well, wasn't baseball? Yeah, the baseball one's good. What was? Be, the, but the baseball one's good because you can't you can't fake baseball. Like yeah. there's no you go and you pitch no your way face to off. Yeah. No, but like what yeah, was the like, old incentive it, for the? It the was baseball. home field advantage for the World Series. Like, why is that not still a thing? Well, because it's kind of it's because that was that was kind, stupid. It's as kind hell. of effed up because you don't want to lose home field advantage when you're the best team in the league because the NL All Stars lost the game back in uh, freaking July. I feel like there should be some sort of incentive for these games because the players are obviously not into it. Well, yeah, but and that's the fans the, aren't into it the, either. The NHL they do the tournament and the NHL I think they split a mill. So they get a little money. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure there's some kind of incentive for the NBA. Yeah, but like a million to NHL guys still, is a lot. I mean, but then it comes down to they just, they have to decide whether or not they want to play. Like last year, everybody was like, "Oh, they balled out for Kobe." Yeah, they played hard for Kobe. LeBron said, "We're playing hard for Kobe," and there was actual defense. Yeah, this year, man, oh man, it was it was three pointers and dunks, and it was. I sent you guys a shot chart. Look at the text message I just yeah. sent you. It's <laughs> legitimately all of the dots are around the arc. In the paint, in the square, and there was one mid-range jumper the whole game. <laughs> it's just, and it's, and the thing is too, like some of these guys. Okay, sick. You made a, a logo three. Sick. You made it. Steph Curry and Dame went back to back logo threes on. Boring. Cool. But yeah, but still, it's like okay, now you miss. Zion Williamson missed a dunk. I was like, all right, click. Where's Ralph? Where's <laughs> Ralph? Where's Ralph? Where's Ralph? And he, he, I think he's about to break the internet. I need to get out the of pro- here. The problem is you can incentivize hockey guys because number one, a third of them come from God knows how far up the northern the northern hemisphere, where even a little bit of money is a lot to them, and they're like, I'm just happy to be here. And then you could you could serve them lemon like you know orange slices and crackers, and they'd still be like, oh sweet, best incentive ever. That's why a million works, and you break it up. A million bucks is how much half these NBA guys make in a game. Yeah. So it's so. like, how do you even incentivize these dudes? But I think the the format that the NHL has has at least made it more because they had the same problem. Right. Full ice, sixty minutes. You got guys. They're not going to play defense. They're not going to back check. But you get the three on three. 
a little more open, a little more fun. It's built for speed, and these guys are just kind of swirling around. Okay. Here's a legitimate question. As somebody and who... And the division, the divisions versus divisions is kind of fun. So you get okay, multiple, yeah, multiple little mini games. Here's a question, though. Uh, for someone who doesn't necessarily recall, like, the early 2000s NHL All-Star games, back then, like the Mike Madonos, the Marty Brodeurs, yeah. you know, those guys... Were they actually trying hard in those games? No, that's what I'm saying. It's, it, was, it, was it, was, always, it, was, it was always it was always kind of the same, same thing. Yeah, it was kind of okay. same deal. You get like final scores would be like 13 to 14. For some reason, I have this like idea in my head that like in the late 90s, early 90s, like early 2000s, like guys actually still took it seriously. Nah, not really. When you, well, like when you watch the dunk contest, like Vince Carter and all those guys, like they really put an effort. Well, that's different. And now you look now, it's like completely the it's skills. The, exact the skills has always been a little different. The skills is like. You get in the NHL at least. You get the skills competition, right? Sniping accuracy. The guys want to go four for four. That was the thing. Jeremy Roenick went four for four. You want to go four for four, hit all four targets, four shots. That's like an accomplishment. Hardest shot. You want to hit one on one. It's like a flex. You want to do as hard as you can. So the skills competition was always they tried because they want the they want the yeah. bragging rights. So they cared more about those than the actual game itself because right. you know whatever. Now even those have kind of gotten gimmicky where you have like a. a a money, a money target, or it's like you have to go in like certain orders where it's yeah. you know they make it a little gimmicky. But I mean, that's I honestly care more about the skills competitions and the home run derby, the dunk competition, than the yeah. games themselves. Ninety percent of the time, I feel I'm like, sure a lot of people do. I feel like now it's it's more of a thing where it's because uh, the the skills. I think the skills contests have stayed somewhat similar, but now they've incorporated different things like how fast you can skate. Yeah, because I know those old bulky dudes could never do that, but now no, these no. dudes are flying now, around now the ice. Yeah, now the game is now that's what the game is. You get these little kids. That chick, what was her name? Uh, uh what was her name? Coyle. She skated last year too, right? Oh yeah, she was she flying. was fast. Yeah, but then McDavid got out there and like, oh, I'm sure the guys. Relax, it's not fair. And but, um, like, I think the thing that makes me mad is that I was watching a little bit over the weekend. I've been rewatching the Last Dance, and I got to I think it was episode guy. five. Yeah, basketball guy episode five or episode six where michael jordan's at his last all-star game in 98 and i believe that year it was also kobe's first all-star game and so they're they're just showing clips in the documentary of them going back and forth and kobe's playing against jordan like it's a real game like it actually matters and there's just there's no sense of competitiveness especially in the nba all-star game anymore because everybody's just best uh, best friends with each other. They don't like, oh, we're not going to take this seriously or whatever. If you're not going to take it seriously, don't have the damn thing. I'd rather just watch yeah. skill competitions like all day. And to be perfectly honest, that goes for the NFL too. And I think it's gotten to that point where Adam Silver needs to specifically bring up the uh, conversation. It's like, hey, if you guys aren't going to take this seriously, we're just not going to have it. How do you even do that though? I mean, you, know? dude, you don't have to have all-star games. You just tell him, yeah. like you just tell him uh, what Roger Goodell did a couple years ago. Like you guys don't take this seriously. We're not going to do it anymore. But and they, the guys, the thing is, though, it's like it it's money, it's money grabs. You know, like that's why they did it this year. They did it was for the fans. This event was for the fans. But oh yeah, make, quote, quote unquote yeah, for the you, fans. You make, Shut you, the you hell make your TV deals. You got your advertiser money. You know, because the, the at the beginning of the year yeah. they said they weren't going to do it, and Here's that's the, why LeBron was pissed. They're like, oh, we can't even jersey swap people. But you're going to bring every you're you're, you're going to bring the league's best players. Yeah into an Atlanta hotel for the weekend and say, stay in your rooms and hope somebody doesn't get it and spread it to the league. Here's the thing. There's a reason why, as far as exhibition, exhibition sports that have no competitive edge to it, the only way they work was when they were violent. Like the Coliseum, like guys fighting lions and bears and stuff. It was fun because it's like, okay, do or die situation. But with these dudes, it's like, hey, man, you know what? Go ahead and have some fun. Whatever happens, happens. And these guys are going to be like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. Like, there's no competitive edge. Like, Tyler's point um, about, like, how everyone's just friends with everyone. I mean, that's kind of one of the nice charms of, like, these old-timey old timey era players. They hated each other. They hate each other. Like, yeah. they legit disliked each other. And, I mean, I know it's kind of contradictory against, like, the stuff we've mentioned in the past. Like, I know I, I crapped all over the whole rivalry thing. Like, okay, you're in Cleveland, and then you're <laughs> yeah. in Cincinnati, and you have to hate each other, and you're a grown adult. Like, that makes no sense. And I've, I've crapped on rivalries all the time. But at the same time, it's like, I think it's okay to dislike a certain person. But I feel like now everyone is so afraid to just be openly against someone or right. not like someone. Oh, you're, you're, you're the bad guy. You're mean. Like I do. I promise you like a third of those guys on there actually don't like one another, but they're just cool with each other and they keep it, they keep it PC. But it, but I think it takes away from the competitive edge. Yeah. I mean, you know I, I mean? I, I, don't get me wrong. Like I get it. This is an all-star game. I'm not asking these guys to like go out and 
throw elbows, you know, lock down D, go up for rebounds every play and, you know, yeah. swat at the rim. But, like, that's why we're not watching. I mean, I didn't watch. And that's why a lot how it gets a bad rap because people are watching. And it's literally just it's you get better pickup games at the YMCA on a Saturday. Yeah, you know, your local park. Yeah, like, and again, I get it. You're watching for the threes. You're watching for the dunks. That's what people like to see. But you're also going to get the ish from people like us who really have no, really have no um, ground to stand on. Talking about right. athletic prowess with these guys, but you're like, okay, well, what am I going to watch for? The casual fan is just like, ugh, this is gross. Now you ready for the segue? The one big difference though with watching that versus watching college basketball oh. though. Ooh. It's college basketball is entertaining to watch, especially in March, because it's do or die, and half these guys have nothing to lose. Yep, there we go. We talked about it earlier, so I'm going to talk about it How's right that now. Segue? That is Ooh. a segue and a half, Randy. Look at you. You're a radio professional. Talked about it in the opening, <laughs> so here it is. Here's this payoff. Here's a term for you. That was a segue. This is a payoff for a tease that I mentioned in the opening, okay? Yeah. So we're going to have a NCAA March Madness bracket, Tailgater Sports League, whatever. However, That's a mouthful. Yeah, however you want to qualify it. I, it's what the, so NCAA March Madness bracket challenge tournament. I don't know if I need that extra tournament there. It's a there. Tailgater Sports uh, college basketball March Madness <laughs> tournament bracket extravaganza for tailgater basketball. Tailgater frenzy. Yeah, so on ESPN.com, if you go on to the fantasy tab up cross, right, I'm going to walk everybody through this. You could join the men's tournament challenge for Tailgater Sports. You should be able to search... In the group name, Tailgater Sports, all right? You're following along. So Fantasy Tab, find the Men's Tournament Challenge, NCAA, March Brandis Bracket, whatever you want to call it. Group name will be Tailgater Sports. The password, which should get you in, and I hope I set this up right, because if not, this is going to you know piss off at least maybe a couple people. Eh, Waste some time, whatever. We'll figure it out. Yeah, but if you, so you get to the Tailgater Sports group, the password to get in. You're going to like this, all right? Falcon suck. Ah! <laughs> Any capitals? Wow. No capitals. All, all original. Capitals. All lowercase. Falcons suck. <laughs> That's Falcons suck. One word. Get you into the Tailgater Sports Men's Tournament Challenge. That's what it's called on there. Tailgater Sports, ESPN.com. And That's great. we will have a little giveaway. You know, we you have the big bucks here. You hear it? We have a basketball. Yeah, look at it right there. It's basketball. But the basketball, what's special about this basketball, Randy? This basketball looks like a taco. A <laughs> taco, there you go. It's a taco Tuesday basketball, but from Spalding. Um uh yeah, it looks like a it looks yeah. like a taco you get a, a taco bell. Yeah, we've been we've had this in the studio for months now and trying to give it away for some reason somehow and figured, hey, March Madness, we can get you guys lined up yeah. and uh, maybe uh you know hopefully it works and got we can your, get you got your shell your ground beef your lettuce your tomatoes I like the tomato spots on it yep. uh, your sour cream at the top and then some cheese all over yep so yeah get in there i think the tournament starts a week and a half from today today's monday right uh, selection sunday is a week from yesterday but we're not too early for heartbreak and that's the best part about college basketball right so i i love college basketball in March. Okay, okay. They, thank you. They, I was about to say, I'm like, quit lying to yourself. I know, I, you almost got me. I love college basketball in March. Yeah. Because I look, don't get me wrong, I follow it enough where I can kind of keep up with the trends of the season, but I'm not like sitting down on a Tuesday watching yeah. Creighton and Xavier battle it out. Which you is know? funny because I was legit doing that because it was on Hulu and I was mm -hmm. doing it like not too long. I was watching that game. It was for free. I'm like, okay. Yeah, but we did get a we already got a buzzer beater and that's always good when you get the first like winning walk off buzzer beater yeah. actually from Tyler's backyard University Houston I think they beat some I forget who the slutty they Cougars beat, uh, Memphis yeah no, they beat Memphis I did not I did not post that specifically for uh, Houston in general that just happened to beat the first buzzer beater someone asked me about that. I did not do it. I did not mean for it to be. It's just the way it happened. All right. <laughs> well, one of the crazy yeah, things now you're too. skewing highlights for us. You're you're actually affecting real life sporting events for your Houston. Your Houston. I love Tyler. Jeans. They call me the manipulator. I got this. So, okay. One of, one of the crazy things too, though, is that actually, if in if you, I mean, if you take into consideration every season and statistically, like the way the seasons trend. This year has been actually a pretty compelling year in college basketball. What, North Carolina and Duke aren't even, they're yeah, not they, ranked? They might not even make it. Yeah. But they'll, they'll probably make it because the eye test people on the Blue Bloods, so they have them inside. But I don't think North Carolina will. I think they've played crappy enough where they're kind of out. Duke, I think, kind of figured it out. And I thought I could I swore I could have heard that Duke was out also. Yeah. Well, no, they're they're like floating around 500, so they definitely could not. But here, real quick, so this is. So this is the buzzer beater I was talking about, the Houston game. Houston versus Memphis. You were right, Tyler. So yeah, this was the first buzzer beater of this year's madness. They got the pressure on the ball, which I like. Sasser to midcourt. That's Mark at the buzzer. Oh. It's good! It's good! 
CBS broadcasters. Oh my God, dude. I just, you know what I always appreciate is just how clean and crisp the announcers are in these things. Yeah. Like Kevin Harlan, bang! Just screaming at the top of their lungs. Bang! And, and like, then, I think those, those the best part then, about this. And then you've got, was it Bill Walton in a tie-dye shirt <laughs> at 7 p.m. on a Wednesday night tripping off acid? And I could smell... Pack 12 after dark. I could smell colors. And, <laughs> here's, and all these crazy stuff. And it's just battling on and on, on. I love Bill Walton. Like, why is acid not legal? Like, what? Uh, Are you... Arizona's playing UCLA right now, man. Let's focus on this right now. So I think the the best part about this whole thing is that I am doing this podcast from my apartment, so I couldn't hear the highlight. All I hear is I'm what I'm assuming was the middle of the highlight. Eric go like, oh, I'm like <laughs> that's how you know <laughs> so good, that man. buzzer beaters and March Madness well, have that so effect. Good. One of the awesome parts too, though, is that, and I feel like a lot of people don't notice this. But you can really see a, a school's program's trajectory based off of how they perform in the in the tournament. So, like a few years ago, Loyola Chicago, the one that made it to the Final Four with that uh, Sister Jean, Sister Jean, like you see them and like, yo, that most of those guys didn't end up going to the NBA. Some of them went international. Some of them, you know, G League or D League, whatever they call it now. And uh, but their team, they're 18th in the overall standings, 24 and four. So based off of that season alone, they were able to recruit massively. And they were to get good guys in. And like I remember like certain teams were really good and they fell off. Like VCU, for instance. Yeah. Final four team fell off. Um, you know, you get teams that are sort of one shots, like Florida Gulf Coast. The was it Dunk City or whatever it was called. Yeah, Florida Gulf Coast. Yeah. That one the nest. year. The nest. Or was it like 2006, George Mason out of nowhere. Like, see the fact that I know these random schools mm-hmm. and these random moments, even though I don't know dick about college well, basketball, the, yeah, the that, shows about and March. That's how that's honestly how I learn about Little schools like uh, yeah, UMBC, too. University of Maryland, Baltimore County, the one that upset. Dude, that's how I found oh, out about yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Wichita yeah. State. Yeah, which the Shockers. Mm-hmm. Which I'm surprised that Wichita State isn't actually ranked this like, year. There's no reason. Ranked. There's no reason I should have UMBC's acronym in my in my mind. I have University a UMBC shirt. Of, like University of Maryland, Baltimore County. Come on, I, like people in Baltimore probably don't even know what UMBC is. I loved UMBC primarily because of how well they did, and I think their uh, their mascot's like a retriever or something. Yeah, it's like some yeah. sort of like they, hunting what dog. What they make? Sweet sixteen, elite that, eight. I think they made sweet sixteen. Yeah. What, which what was the team that beat Virginia not too long ago? Oh, like a, a few months ago. Second round, right? And, no, I think it was first? it was the first round. It was the biggest upset. The, yeah, it was the sixteen. That might have been rank. UMBC. Honestly, was it UMBC over Virginia? Well, see, that's oh, see, that's another really good, really awesome thing too. Like. Upsets hit way differently in March Madness than they do in any other sport. And yeah, it was UMBC. Yep. Damn, twenty point. Oh yeah, they are also. By the way, they're the UMBC Retrievers, and they <laughs> they won a uh, seventy four to fifty four uh, two years. By ago. the way, yeah, yeah, that sounds I like just, a Virginia basketball. Look, at basketball guy, guys, hold on. Virginia basketball doesn't like to score points. Good defense, don't like to score. But points. they finally won the championship, basketball and guy. now they fell off the face of the earth. Basketball so. guy. <laughs> good for them, I guess. Yeah. But uh, you know, by the way, I just uh, double checked this because I had to be sure. Uh, we had a winner in the Missouri Valley Conference for the NCAA tournament. They earned an automatic bid. Yeah. It was Loyola Chicago. Sister Jean's, Jean's on her way back Dude, to the tournament, baby. I'm she better you. not get COVID. Get her vaccinated. Oh, she, she, go, she needs to go on the road. Tyler, <laughs> she'll, be with shut the, up, Tyler. she'll be with the team in prayer. Yeah, Tyler, you're, you're, shut up. you're a curse. You can't talk about anybody over the age of 70. You've already on this killed podcast. off like five notable people in sports history. Keep your mouth shut. Sister Jean's next. Sister Jean's Jean one, next. Right? Get off, get but uh, you know what's also kind of depressing, too? You see these teams that consistently get ranked, but they never finish, like Gonzaga. Gonzaga is always in the they, top 25, they run and they through, never they finish. They run through their conference. What do they play in the Western? Yeah, but they play, a bunch, of, they play yeah. a bunch of artsy white 22 dudes. 22-0 every year, and then they lose in like the lead eight every year. Because they play no one, and they play freaking Illinois, or they play uh, Iowa State, and they get smacked in the mouth. But... uh I mean, we got Baylor in second, Illinois in third, Michigan in fourth, yeah, Iowa. I guess Iowa has like the Luke, Lucas, Luca Garza. Like that's like yeah, he's, the he's, guy this he's year, right? He's supposed to be yeah, the best player in the league. Him and there's somebody on uh, Oklahoma State. Oh, uh, I think. Covington. Oh, it's uh, it's Cade Cade Cunnington, right? C- Covington, Cade Cunningham or something like that. But for Covington, me, basketball guys, we get, we'll get names right, guys. eventually. But for me, it's always really funny though because I base a lot of my sports and a lot of how I view certain schools based off their football programs. So it's always interesting when I see teams like oh. Arkansas, Houston, seven and eight. What? Mm-hmm. Because it's like they're not good football schools, but they're good basketball yeah, schools. You, you get to that. You get to like the Midwest, dude, and you get they're more into basketball. 
dude, Which Indiana, Hu- the Hoosiers, oh, like they're, they're they're not good anymore, really. But they're like their history is built off of a basketball but program. Isn't that crazy though? Like us being part part basketball guys, like we based our knowledge off of these early uh, sort of just interpretations of these teams and how they're ranked. And so, like the fact that Indiana is no longer ranked is cr- it baffles me because the Hoosiers were bad. They were the they're the the basketball school. Mm-hmm. A Marquette. I mean, yeah, but that that, that kind of goes back to uh, in, in a small way college football because what was that one team like Nebraska and all those Midwestern teams haven't been ranked or good in who knows how long, and they right. were basically known as football schools, and now they're completely irrelevant. Bring back Bobby Knight. <laughs> Bobby is Bobby Knight dead? No, I don't think he's no, dead. He's still alive. Oh. Okay. He's still kicking. That's like I thought they had some iconic uh, college basketball coaches die. I thought he's it was still throwing chairs. <laughs> he's throwing chairs at somebody. Yeah, he's, just, he's, he's, he's still there kicking a ref or something like that. But and you know what else I love about March Madness is the fact that the first weekend and I guess a little bit of the second weekend. Yeah, it's nine a.m. Pacific to eleven p.m. Pacific. Like on the West Coast, yeah. man, you get up and you have. 9 a.m. tip-offs, and it's in the entire day because of how they stack them with multiple, you know, multiple courts, multiple brackets, four different sections. Like, it's literally, and they stack them perfectly where you watch one game, and then you, that game ends, you jump over, and you get the last, like, half a quarter of the next, and it's literally just dominoed all throughout the day. It's like, oh, it's just wall-to-wall basketball. I remember uh, when True TV turned into, or Crime TV turned into True TV, and then they started carrying just the March Madness games. They uh, they had an app, and you could just watch it for free. So I was literally in my classes in high yeah. school watching games on my phone. Like, and, that's, and that's where it goes down to. It's like, why do I care about the, the Butler Bulldogs right now? But I... I I don't, but I I'm just, watching. I just want my bracket to be good. I want my bracket to be good, and I want to see a buzzer beaters. That's Noth- all I care about in March. Nothing feels better, also, by the way, when you predict an upset on a bracket. Oh. You're like, dude, I might as well get. A, I, I should so, be the one talking so behind these mics right now. I don't now. know about. I don't know about you guys, but I'm also. I, I'm in a lot of different bracket challenges. Yeah, throw them in. I throw them in celebrity oh, ones. The, I throw the Jimmy in, Buffett one. Oh uh, yeah, I throw them in all of them just in case. You know, I don't want to be that guy that had a perfect one and didn't submit it to somewhere. Has anyone ever had a perfect? Bracket? I don't think so. It's every year somebody gets really close, but then. I don't think I've ever gotten it. So I throw them everywhere, but I'm definitely the guy where as the buzzer goes off, if there's an upset or if there's a game, I want my bracket online to be updated instantly. I'm refreshing because I want to see I want to see <laughs> yes, the standings. I'm that guy. Basketball I wanna, guy. Dude, I'm, I want to see the standings updated. I want to know where I'm at. I want to know who picked wrong. I want to know who I jumped over. As the buzzer goes off, I want that damn app updated instantly. And you know what else I really love too? And I know it's kind of... It's the step. It's the ugly stepchild of college basketball, but I love, love, love because it's how awkward it is the invitational tournament for all the teams <laughs> the, that the didn't NIT? make. I don't even think NIT. it's NIT anymore. The not invited tournament. The not <laughs> invited tournament. Dude, that, I, I thought I thought the tournament. NIT stood for not in tournament for the longest time. No, it's dude. national invitational tournament. They knew I what did they not did. Realize it was national yeah, it's not, I, I think oh they changed God. it recently because of that joke. I don't think it's the NIT anymore. Those, I think it's like the CT. CT something. Those dickheads knew what they're doing when they named that yeah. stupid tournament. But it's that and, acronym. That's, and that's always funny because you'll get a team like who's really good but didn't make the cut for some reason, or they were the, they they lost in the yeah. They get a real good team. They didn't make the cut because they lost in their in their conference tournament, right? To get to it, so they boom, they're upset, and then they go and they they get smacked in the first round of the NIT because their players, their seniors, like nah, nah screw this, nah. I don't want to do this anymore. I, you know, I'm I'm done. I, I'm not gonna ball out. I'm trying to ball. I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna roll an ankle in the NIT for. For a, a no trophy, I love that stuff though. I always forget that that's going on, and then I turn on the TV and they're playing like like in what like Hawaii or something. Yeah, and it's like uh, it's in a high school gym. It's South Dakota State versus San Diego, and I'm like, what the hell's going on here? I'm like, oh, that's right, the NIT's going on. So I mean, I mean, that's got to kind of be awkward. You win the NIT, you're like, yo, we won the NIT. Yeah, I just don't even get the the concept. Do you put a banner up if you win the NIT? I was, I'm assuming you would get one. But I don't know how proud. Like, did your school? Did your guys come back and they get a a, a welcome, like a parade? <laughs> so, for instance, uh, the, and your your trend is totally legit. So, when you look at the the last tournament that actually finished, because the twenty twenty one got postponed because yeah. of the Coco, um, twenty nineteen, uh, University of San Diego and Furham were in the final. But when you look at the teams that they got beat? eliminated in the beginning, uh, Dayton, uh, the Dayton Flyers, which was a top ten team, uh, Providence, mm-hmm. Nebraska. Memphis, Clemson, and Alabama, and yep. then Wichita State. Those are all good perennial teams. Powerhouse yeah. teams. And then like the final five were San Diego, Furman, uh, UNC Greensboro, uh, Arkansas, Texas, and uh, the, yeah, 
that was that was the teams. Yeah. Also, uh, funny you mentioned it because you talked about how like how you learned about small teams through the uh, through the um, NCAA tournament. You know, what I love too. I love discovering players through the March Madness tournament. Like that's how I found out about Steph Curry when Davidson made a run. Yeah. Until like what like the Sweet Sixteen mm-hmm. a long ass time ago. I'm like, yo, this Steph Curry guy is probably gonna be good. And then you and see him randomly. Well, Steph Curry didn't randomly pop up, but then you see like. Who's the guy that I, oh, of uh, DiVincenzo? He was on Villanova a couple years ago, I think. Oh, Dante DiVincenzo? Yeah, he's on here. Forget what team he's on. He's, Here's the deer, baby. He Let's popped go. Up, he was, I was randomly watching an NBA game and he popped up and I'm like, oh, I remember him on Villanova. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, basketball it's guy. It's funny because you watch, you watch March Madness and then you see these guys basically, these guys that do well, leap up everybody's laugh, uh, draft boards and then they don't do anything at all. In the NBA, Even and the Chenzo two guys I can think of gem. the most. How dare you? No, no, no. I'm thinking of uh, Shabazz Napier. Remember this dude led oh, UConn yeah. to a title. UCLA. It never, I it never heard from him again. And then the other one, my boy from BYU, my boy from Utah, Jimmer for debt. Haven't heard from this dude, dude in forever. I think I don't know what happened still. to him. Dude, he's playing. He's balling out in China. Yeah, he's, he's playing for the Sharks. China. He's playing. He dropped seventy points the other day. Yeah. I saw. I just saw an article. That dude's dropping he mad buckets. Just dropped seventy in some like China national league for like the Sharks. But can I still play as him in two K? That is you my can't. question. You can't. You know who you can still play as though? Dougie McBuckets from Creighton. Dougie, small forward on uh, the Indiana Pacers, man. Or like I remember, like it's it's always funny because you remember these players in moments, like Denzel Valentine, oh, that yeah. dude jumped up like major stock because of how he played with Michigan State, which also Michigan State not not even being ranked, yeah. that's crazy too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, now yeah, Denzel Valentine, kind of right. yeah, he's another, he was he was I think on the team that got upset by Middle Tennessee that one year in the second oh, round. That might have been yeah. I think See so. all these crazy upsets yeah. going on left and right. Middle Tennessee, the Blue Raiders. And I another said, way I learned weird mascots NCAA <laughs> tournament. And uh, I, I miss I I will say this because I did kind of mistake him. I don't know if it ends up getting cut because Tyler did lag out. Uh, Shabazz Napier, I got to mix up with Nerlens Noel. From oh. uh, UCLA, who also oh, uh, was, right. was was also a bum in the uh, NBA. A bum. Also, <laughs> we're calling guys bums. We're uh, we're fat slobs, guys. Yeah, we get, we know I, we're, I, I can't, we're basketball I, guys. I we're basketball, we're basketball guys. Get it right. That's what basketball guys do. For the month do. of March, we're basketball guys. I will say this: if you look at all the analysts, basketball analysts by far the most out of shape analysts by yeah. a mile. Think Brian about Windhorse. That was exactly <laughs> what I was just going to mention right now. Every NBA star that's now an analyst, you know for a damn fact they don't go to the gym anymore. Yeah. Look at NFL guys. NFL guys, they're still ripped yeah. to the teeth. Ba- baseball guys, they look the same. They're, they're, they're probably out of shape when they played baseball than uh, as they are now when they're being analysts. Okay, I, 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 have an, I have an argument for that. I have an argument for that. Pedro Martinez is looking European, dude. Well, pay, again, Pedro Martinez is a pitcher, though. You don't yeah. expect pitchers to be ripped. <laughs> Look at Bartolo Colon. Yeah, that Bartolo. Guy. Another another random highlight I just saw of a player you just mentioned. Bartolo Colon went deep in some like backyard Central American like league he plays in. <sighs> backyard baseball, baby. Cr- backyard baseball. He crushed a ball like in Puerto Rico <laughs> or something. He crushed a ball into some forest, and it, like the guys are like up on this hill, and he r- ripped this ball. I forget the like half. Yes, yeah, he plays. Let's see where he plays right now. Um, I can't. It doesn't. It doesn't mention. It. Yeah, he play. Oh yeah, he plays in uh, <laughs> the Asieros de Monclava. Yeah, which sure. Is, uh, exactly. Whatever that is. It's in. Uh, it's in deep, deep in the jungle in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, so same man. <laughs> he he crushes ball and it's like this field in the middle and it's just. Oh, they're playing baseball in the middle of the, like, you know, yeah, the Central American jungle. Do you know how dangerous it is when you play when you decide to go play baseball in a in a league where you have to walk out with an armed guard either in the fear of being mugged or encountering some sort of jaguar in the in, in the, the jungle surrounding the uh surra- <laughs> surrounding the the the, the, the stadium pumas and crap walking around <laughs> pumas and stuff. It, that reminds me of a uh, uh, God, we're going off on a stupid tangent, but the first ever African American baseball player was Jackie Robinson, right? Before that, though, the professional baseball league tried to um, uh, try to experiment with the some guys from the, from the Cuban league, and uh, one of the Cuban guys that they interviewed was like, "Well, if you have a problem, like, how do you handle?" It? He's like, "Oh, I fight him." So huh? they're like, "Okay, well, I think that's that." And then they ended up choosing Jackie Yossi Robinson. Yasiel Puig was playing back then. <laughs> Yasiel Puig, but like, yeah, I mean, I, I will stand by my statement. If we had to rank analysts. In terms of being shape and fitness, uh, basketball guys are pretty much down yeah. at the at the at the very bottom. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, look at Tyler; he's yeah. a basketball. He's guy. a basketball guy. He fits the mold. Basketball, the big mold. Guy. Call he's, me, uh, call see, me Brian Windhorst. You Jr. see how he just said basketball and he got winded in the middle of saying basketball <laughs> and then ba- basketball. Basketball guy, Ooh, guy, <sighs> wind sprints. <sighs> I just thought about him. 
So get your bracket in. I, like I said, I think we have about a week and a half. Selection Sunday is this Sunday. So I think the tournament usually starts on that Wednesday. It's a little over a week. Get your bracket in. Tailgater Sports on ESPN. Password is Falcons Suck. What is it, Tyler? What is the password? It's Falcons Suck. Okay. But go. I have a legitimate question. Okay. So is it at, at, at where Falcons and Suck meet? Is it two S's or is it just one S? No, that's, that's for you to find out. That's two words, guys. So because Falcons, that would be, okay, that would be, one double that would be that, Falcons Uck or Falcons Suck. Okay, so yeah, guys. Okay, I just want to double check because Tyler, when, whenever I combine Direct man. TV, I wasn't sure if it was directed the TV or have Direct you, TV. You know what, Tyler? Do you have it? You have the ESPN app on your phone, I'm sure, right now, right? So let's go ahead and yes. let's 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 do a little live run through. Let's see if you can add it because if not, we're gonna have to change this up a little bit. But I'm assuming we could get this done while I talk. You can probably easily yeah. find the. Hellgator Sports Group with the password. I will be downloading the March Madness app through no, ESPN. You don't need we're gonna, to. We're, okay, we're going to be here. For, use your computer. We're going to be here for a minute. Yeah, you don't need In to the download meantime, the app. I mean, uh, just, or whatever. I was right, flipping through channels on my uh, YouTube TV app, which, by the way, YouTube TV, I think the the superior cable provider thing. But I know you do old school. like <laughs> Yeah, I have actual cable, cable wires. In you have my to, like, apartment. damn, where's the remote? Um, but <laughs> Wait, you don't have to use remotes? In I, just use my, I just use my phone and just, <sighs> and just drop whatever I'm watching, man. Come on. You're wow. old ass. Dude, team. I'm old, man. See, you have the problem because you have the tr- you have the charter the box. So especially with charter, like if you're trying to scroll through channels and you go too fast, you can't stop the little cursor thing, so it keeps yeah. going. So I mean, sucks to suck. But uh I was street <laughs> I was flipping through channels and I was like, Oh my god, college baseball's going on right now. Yeah. And college hockey's going on right yeah, now. Yeah, dude, it's it's so weird because I, I don't know why, but the Ronin kind of warped my sense of reality. But yeah, I see these highlights and I'm like, Oh, we're back. But what's crazy too is like in my mind I'm like oh we're just, are we making up last season stuff? But then I'm like oh no we're just starting a new season. Yeah no we're, we're and, and the MLS is starting their eighth season. Yeah, the MLS is starting their they actually the MLS skipped a year yeah. because that's how many tournaments they played. But no I, it's funny because you mentioned it briefly it's like this was about the time it all shut down last year because we got through the opening weekend of tournaments league yeah. tournaments remember I think we were we were gonna crown uh, the first the first spot somebody was gonna win that weekend I think yeah and nope so. And now we're back. How are we doing, Tyler? This is taking a lot longer than I thought it would. I can confirm it is Falcons, and then the second word suck combined into one word, and it does indeed work. Oh, sweet. Nice. Okay, that's a payoff right there, guys. That's all coming together. That took you... A little longer. A little longer than we thought. But all right, that works. Um, well, I, had to, I had to download the app real quick. So yeah, Don't judge me. So yeah, Tailgater Sports, Falcon Sucks, get in on the fun. You can win a taco basketball. Maybe we'll post a picture of this so you guys know what you're fighting for. Um, it's a taco. Yeah. Basketball. It's a basketball that looks like a taco. I mean, <laughs> let's use our let's use our thinking skills yeah. here, guys. It's Imagine a taco. Now imagine it in the shape of a basketball. Yep. <laughs> it's round. Um, on the way out, guys, uh, JJ Watt's a tool. Oh, how can I forget? We're talking about this again. <laughs> Real quick, uh, just I want that's another payoff, guys. We did mention we need I don't want to tease him and then leave him hanging. Of course, um, of he, course. He bailed on the Bills. Didn't really want him, so I'm not too pissed. Bailed on the Packers. A little salty about that. Yeah, a little salty. He little was salty. a Wisconsin guy, so it kind of lined up. Bills are a Super Bowl ready team. He wants to win a Super Bowl. Um, but he went to the Cardinals, an eight and eight team but that's see, probably not gonna make the playoffs. But see, then it shows that he doesn't he doesn't care about the Super Bowl. He just wants the money. Exactly. Which is which is then very dangerous because of what's like two years, thirty one million dollars. Twenty three guaranteed. Yeah, twenty three guaranteed. This dude's been injured for the past like four that's seasons. What I'm saying. That sounds like somebody who knows he's gonna get hurt yeah. and he wants to get his money. Like he know, he's not confident what he's got, and there's too much pressure to go to Green Bay. Because if he goes to Green Bay and he does anything but perform exceptionally, he's gonna be hated by the mm-hmm. whole state. But now he's hated by the whole state primarily because from the get-go, he said that they were in the running to get him, and then he announced the team that he's going to in such a dickish way. Sources. Such a... Me. And he's wearing the shirt while he's lifting weights. Like, bro, we get it. You're the size of a, of a Sequoia I, oak tree. I told you, man. He he posted this one, too, and I, I, I don't even want to scroll back and scroll up and find it because it was a little while ago. He had this black and white where he's, like, leaning on his bicep. And I get it, dude. You're big. You're a monster. You're huge. You're a fridge. But like, why are you flexing and everything? And then the most recent one he just posted, the him in like the ice bath in Wisconsin or whatever. He's he's in like a frozen lake and like recovery or whatever. Like, bro. Now see now he's just being cocky because he because he knows deep down inside everyone in Wisconsin's butter, but no one's gonna say anything to him on account of the fact that he's the size of a grizzly bear. All right, Tyler. He's no longer a Houston Texan. You no longer have to swing from the sack. Tell me, tell me, tell me your thoughts on, on JJ Watt. So the first thing I thought was really funny is that I actually had to cut up and edit this dude's press conference in Arizona so we could use it on 
air over here in Houston. And one thing he said is that he had it narrowed down to a couple of teams. Arizona was one of them. He bought different shirts oh for every team God. that he was potentially going to. And he had his friends buy it under their names which i actually thought this was kind of smart cool. so this way someone didn't someone who's working at like nfl.com didn't pull up the order and be like oh why is jj watt ordering a brown shirt oh he must be going to cleveland so i thought that was actually kind of funny but i mean look the guy is he's a future first ballot hall of famer he's a legend down legend. here in houston way before i got here and you know i i honestly i've always been a fan of jj even when i was back home in california mm. i wish him nothing but the best but i will say this he's not the best 99 in the nfc west well, i mean that's not that's not a lie see if i could go back <laughs> in time and and comb through hours upon hours yeah, of i podcasts, know we have it somewhere you talk for a fact about tyler him. was talking smack about jj before tyler got the I job know. I, dude i did i did try to skim and i did because like you know i can kind of base what we were talking on like you know from the description and I swear we have it on tape somewhere. You talking crap about JJ Watt? You can't find it because it didn't happen. I swear we have it, God but dude, it. it's just he's he's all for the cat guys. And he got you, and you oh, he fell for it hook, line, and sinker, Tyler. Mm. We wasted a year, man. We should be eleven wins with the camera walking off the walking off the field with Deshaun Watson. Oh, okay, God. but he wasn't wrong when he said that. He Let's wasn't. Be real here. He, wasn't, he wasn't but wrong. He's oh, he's such a. Oh. Anybody who has their a film crew watching them work out at all times. What if what if JJ and uh, DeAndre convince Arizona convince Arizona to trade uh, for for uh, for Deshaun Watson oh and just send Kyler to the Wolves in Houston? It, Imagine it's gonna be the Arizona Texans, the uh, Texans West, if you will. Oh yeah, the same way the Texans want to be supposedly the Patriots of the South. The Cardinals want to be the Texans of also, the West, and you know what? I don't even care. DeAndre Hopkins that. tweeting out the picture of him and TJ or TJ Watt, JJ Watt tweeting out the "Let's finish what we started" thing. DeAndre Hopkins to get to recruit him, I guess. What did you start? The Houston Texans? Come on. Well, they were they were uh, three quarters away from having the AFC Championship in Houston because you got to remember they had that twenty-four nothing lead on Kansas City. And then I at guess, the end of the yeah. second quarter, it was 28-24. I guess that is true. That's nah, all right. I'll give them that, I guess. I'll give them that. And they did beat the Bills, I guess, that season, too. So I guess I can just shut my mouth. And, uh, you know, I'm going to fall back. I'll retreat on this one. Sorry, my bad, Mr. Hopkins and Mr. Watt. Um, you guys got anything to say on the way out? I do see, uh, by, before we say say anything else, Tyler, I do see you in the tournament challenge, Bracket Madness group now on ESPN.com. And your name is hashtag basketball guy. I like it. Basketball guy, baby. Uh, you, you got anything to say on the way out? Uh, yeah, I will be winning that taco basketball that is coming to Houston. Oh, my God. So if Tyler wins this, we're not sending it to him, and we'll send it to somebody else randomly. Hi. <laughs> I'm, uh, all I got to say is I'll be winning that taco basketball. It's coming to Houston. Well, yeah, okay, but if Randy wins it, he can have it. Uh, yeah, so again, <laughs> tailgatersportsespn.com, men's bracket challenge. Password is, Tyler? Falcons suck. There we go. There See you guys are. next week.